Is Gab anti-Semitic? Do only skinny people get the China flu? And did Biden give the coyotes at the border a new strategy? All that and more coming up on Gabbers. Welcome to Gabbers. This is the show that believes in free speech, original thought, and a desire for truth. I am Rusty Putfark, along with Meme Joe Green. Meme Joe, how are you today? Great. Second episode. Second episode. Got three really hot topics. One hot off the press. One that really kind of surprised me. Kind of came out of the blue. Yeah. Really, really weird. Yeah, we were prepping for this podcast tonight and this just came over andrew torba posted this out of texas of all places out of texas that governor abbott just put a video out on twitter about gab calling us being gab anti-semitic platform and gab gab not not twitter <laughs> not twitter so let's uh let's watch from his own words anti-semitic platforms like gab have no place in texas and certainly do not represent Texas values. What does represent Texas values is legislation like this by Representative King and Representative Goldman that fights anti-Semitism in Texas. Are you kidding me, man? Does it represent the values of Texas? Texas's values evidently are not freedom of expression, free speech. Who got to him? Who who blows my mind? I mean... Where did this even come from? Who got to him? Why? 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 Why is first of all Texas of all places? Yeah, but uh, this guy's just starting to try to like redeem himself from these crazy lockdowns, these mass mandates, and shutting businesses down, and putting hairdressers in prison. And but to think that Gab, this one standalone little island of free speech, and they're going to attack Gab versus all the other social media platforms. Yeah. I, I, I got to see that in context. Cause it was just a, there's just a pull, right. pull snippet from that. But I, w- I want to see how Gab got interjected in this. I want to see like a couple minutes before and a couple minutes after how did, where did Gab come from? Yeah. Are we missing something here? What, yeah. what, 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 what I'm not world? sure. Again, we, we might have this out of context, but I don't, um, I'll, it's I'll hard read to... what Andrew said on the, the last part of this. He said, Gab is not an anti-Semitic platform. We protect the political speech of all Americans, regardless of viewpoint, because in this age of cancel culture, nobody else will. That's the truth. This means unpopular viewpoints may be found on the site. The enemies of free speech smear us with every name in the book because they hate America and they hate free speech. It's a shame to see a GOP politician, not sure if we can call Greg Abbott that, uh, fall for this trap when conservative values are, are under sustained attack all over the country. Texas, you know, we're in Florida, and I've always kind of thank God we're in Florida. I've always thought that Florida and Texas were sort of brothers to some degree. You know, we're always kind of competing to see who's going to be the most free or the most free thinking, free minded type people. And I've always had such a huge respect for Texas, but I don't know what's going on in Texas right now. I was always a little envious of Texas. I mean, they I know. You know, don't mess with Texas. I they're, mean, they're so they were that far from secession every every year. I love the and Texas And I always thought, people. you know, I wish Florida had that aura about mm-hmm. them and whatnot. Man, we just, we, we just we, have Florida. Our man. aura just got so state of Florida right there, baby. Our <laughs> just, aura just got bigger this year. All we get is stories we, of Florida, man. Yeah. Florida, man. When you see that, the first two <laughs> words in any article, you're like, oh, this ought to be good. But Texas, 
Texas. They got, they got everything. They have brisket, which is amazing. They, Cactuses? Yes. Well, yeah, right. But they're always so proud. I mean, it's, it's a very proud state, and it's a place that I could move to just like that. Um, but there's something going on over there, and I'm not sure what's going on. But Well, I, I will say this. If you're going to label Gab as anti-Semitic, I will guarantee you this. If you take every anti-Semitic tweet that Twitter's ever allowed to be on the platform and probably still allows to be on the platform, I guarantee you that would exceed the total amount of, of gabs ever put out collectively on across all subjects in the entirety of that platform. They're I guarantee not, they're, I guarantee you that Twitter's not censoring anti-Semitic speech. Well, they're not censoring that, pedophilia, child porn, any of that stuff. As no. a matter of fact, I, I, I saw this come across the other day. Twitter changed their uh, terms of service. This is what their terms of service now say. Now, now we're talking about Greg Abbott attacking Gab to be anti-Semitic, but he's not, he's mum completely on this. Discussions related to child sexual exploitation as a phenomenon or attraction towards minors are permitted, provided they don't promote or glorify child sexual exploitation in any way. <laughs> There's absolutely zero excuse to have that. That's a disgusting, filth-laden platform that would allow that. But it doesn't stop there. They continue by saying, uh, artistic depictions of nude minors in a non-sexualized context or setting may be permitted in limited number of scenarios. Example works by internationally renowned artists that feature minors. So you could have, I'm telling you, this is the pathway to pedophilia. I've said it. For a couple years, within the next decade, they will try to legalize pedophilia. I guarantee it. So is that their loophole? Art? Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Just call it art? Yeah. And- but, but, but now if you have platforms like Twitter that are so anti-truth on a variety of topics, meaning if you, if you say something that uh, contradicts the narrative, like people are, I'm not going to say that because we'll get banned from certain platforms, but if you just challenge certain narratives, mm-hmm. they'll ban you. Yeah. But yet you can put pedophilia on here and it's, it's permitted. They, they said in their, in their rules, it's permitted. Oh, I promise you that there are terrorists that are on Twitter putting things out there that aren't, that aren't getting banned. Yeah. Leaders of, of, of countries yeah. in the, in the yeah. Middle East that are. I, 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 Death I to America and anti-Semitic type stuff is not getting banned on Twitter or other platforms. Mm-hmm. And, but I, you know, I, I get that. I get that. I, I expect that from, from that. I, what I don't expect it from is like a governor from Texas. I don't expect that. And what a, we said, we don't know the full context. This just came straight off the presses just as we were, you know, coming on air here. So I don't, I don't know what the full context is. Maybe there's more to the story, but it's hard for me to believe that, Gab is an is an anti-Semitic. Platform. I will I will guarantee you that man's never been on Gab. It's not like he scrolled through there and saw mm-hmm. anti-Semitic posts and was like, okay, well, I'm going to include this in my speech. I guarantee you that's just the 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 narrative that he mm-hmm. was told to go by. Let's just say that there was. Let's just say that there even was. You know, at what point are we banning any type of speech? You know, mm-hmm. it, you know. This is just it. It's like when I put on a uniform and I was just National Guard, but 
there was a lot of people that that have put on the uniform, especially in my family. My fa- my whole family has been military. They will go out and fight and die for everybody's right to say whatever stupid crap they want to say because in America we have free speech. You can say things that I totally disagree with. You can say things that I totally agree with. All of it should be available. And as Americans, we should be able to think for ourselves. We should have the freedom to think for ourselves and to sort it all out ourselves. And we have been conditioned to be told what to think, not how to think. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's the truth. And I think the freedom that we have comes along with, like even with the flag, you have the freedom to fly the flag or you have the freedom to burn the flag. America grants mm-hmm. you that right. I think you're a disgrace if you burn the flag, but I will protect that right because this is America. And as far as the freedoms that we have, that's what we, that's what we celebrate. That's what we cherish. That's what our, our, uh, forefathers fought for and that's what why the world flocked to the to this country mm-hmm. for the opportunity of yeah. what freedom and liberty and the uh exactly hard, hard work will, will provide well maybe there'll be a new governor in texas at some point yeah i, th- I think there will there, there's quite a few candidates that are coming out i know that uh one that i i like and would favor would be chad prather that guy's he, he's funny but he's he's got a lot of common sense behind his 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 humor and uh i heard matthew mcconaughey's playing around with the opportunity to to run too yeah. what do you think i i don't know i've i've seen a couple different interviews with him i think he would be he would be better than greg abbott yeah but i'm not sure he's a motivational guy he is a motivational guy I he think loves he, texas too i'll tell you that i just don't know how how the money would get to him not not the money that the governor's mansion would pay but him, if he did the right thing, he would be banned from Hollywood for life. I just wonder if he even cares. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I'm a Matthew McConaughey fan, but Chad Prather, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Well, <clears throat> going to uh going to our next story, I think um I think it's interesting when we when we talk about finding or or the the desire and pursuit for truth. Here's a, it's a new article that came out. The CDC study finds about 78% of people ho- hospitalized for COVID were overweight or obese. In America? In America. Americans are overweight and obese? Yep. Yeah, the article says I, I may fall 78% into that category, of people who have been hospitalized, needed a ventilator, or died from COVID have been overweight or obese. And then there's, a, um, there's a, an interesting article from a doctor in Hamburg, Germany, who kind of goes along exactly and and kind of reiterates this, but it says so far, not a single person with no previous illness has died of the virus in Hamburg. All of those we've examined so far had cancer, a chronic lung disease, were heavy smokers or heavily obese, suffered from diabetes or had cardiovascular disease, which goes right along with what I said last week that on average, the people that succumbed to this had an average of 2.8 comorbidities, which the CDC released that. Then the, the, this doctor goes along. Puchel is his name by focusing strongly on the rather few negative processes. Fears are created that are very burdensome. There is no reason for fear of death in connection with the spread of the disease here in Hamburg. COVID-19 is a deadly disease only in exceptional cases, but in most cases it is a mostly harmless virus infection 
I think it's very imperative. It's very important to look at the research, to look at the science. They always say, look at the science, but they, they ban actual science. If you're a doctor and you're going out and saying to do this or that and the other, that, that does natural cures or something else, they'll ban you from all these different platforms. So if they say, follow the science, they really mean follow the propaganda or follow the narrative. Right. I mean, does anybody it with, with just good common sense, not realize that people with the comorbidities, people that are already unhealthy, that they're, that they're likely to, it wouldn't matter if it was, if they got COVID, if they got the flu, if they got some serious illness whatsoever, that they're just much more, you know, subject to, to have complications or die from this. But even with that, even the people that are like elderly and people that are, you know, sick, I've known a number of people that have gotten COVID and they just had two weeks of really aggravating situation and then they're over it. And now we're talking about, okay, once you've had it now, supposedly, you know, you've built up the antibodies and, and, and you can't really get it again. Then you get a vaccine and now you should be even safer. But then they say you got to continue to wear one, two, three, four masks and you can't travel and you can't, you know, go to restaurants and you have to social distance and all that type of stuff. Where does it ever end? It ends with people saying no. Well, does it? Or, yeah. or, well, no, I mean, because when uh, you look at the states that are opening, you look at it's, it's not just red states now. I really hope you, you're right. You've got blue states. Maryland is opening now or sa- says they're going to open. I'm not sure what they're going to do with their mask mandate. But again, I think that there's enough out there with a, 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 a virus that now going over a year with this, that we see that there's a 99.98% recovery rate. How can you keep things locked down? You're, you're killing your people. You're killing industry. You're killing. Uh, there's actually more damage from deaths, from suicide and all this. And, and well, it's not going to get overdosing. Reported. Is that going to get reported? I mean, how, how, how are you going to even quantify that if everything, if every death gets reported as a COVID death, if you have a, if you have a car accident and then they test you and you had COVID, they're going to, you know, list that as a COVID death. Well, you know, the, the data is just not going to support that, but. Well, it's interesting you say that because I have an article here mm-hmm. that talks about the 500,000 COVID death number is a lie. And when you look at the death certificates, the top line is immediate cause of death. This is where the actual terminal event is recorded. The line is followed by three more, all labeled due to, where contributors to the immediate cause and declining order are listed. An example of this structure might be immediate cause listed as cerebral cerebral hemorrhage. And the first due to line might be gunshot wound. Very direct. And the event that there are other contributors in the cascade of due to notations, they would follow in descending order. Finally, there's a line called other significant conditions, which serves as a catch-all for relevant non-fatal terms. In the example above, this line might read severe depression to explain why there was a gunshot wound to the head. You can imagine how many death certificates I've seen in my career. This is from a, a doctor here. Uh, but you can, can't imagine the number of death certificates that are being fraudulently tallied in this current pandemic. Someone in some bureaucrat's office decided that if COVID appears anywhere on the death certificate, 
it is counted as a COVID death, even if it isn't COVID. Now, Dr. Burke said, if you die with COVID, you die from COVID. Hmm. So there's, there's, there's a, a, a ton of information here. And well, now, now the CDC tells us that 51,000 China virus labeled deaths were actually caused by heart attacks. Then they go into, so what is the actual China virus told death number? Uh, this same doctor says when the publicly advertised number hit 200,000, there was speculation that the actual number could be as low as 10 or 12,000 adjusting for the current 500,000. That number yields to a figure of 20 or 30,000, which is that, that number is lower than uh, the SARS pandemic when Obama was president that no one reported on. There was no masking. There was no vac- mandatory vaccine. There was no travel vaccine. There was not none of that. So but we're Trump, in a very, yeah. we're in, 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 in the last line here, it says more significantly though, what would happen to their political careers if they admitted that they ravaged the economy and people's lives and caused death all based on an illusion? Well, they're not going to admit that, but, also, what's kind of interesting to me is, you know, okay, let's just say that there are 500,000 people that, that have died from this. You remember back in the back in the Iraq war and Afghanistan war when Bush was in and they would, you know, put up the death stats, you know, it was always this running total. Like it's almost like they had like a, a uh, just like a, this Chiron down at the bottom of their, of, mm-hmm. of all their feeds, like CNN MSNBC, all that type of stuff. And it was like 1,000 deaths, 2,000 deaths, 3,000 deaths in the war, right? They were just trying to link that back to Bush in order to just kind of tie, you know, kind of make that a negative. Deaths he caused. Right, right, exactly. So then, you know, I guess when Trump was in, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're talking about just keeping a good tally all the time in everybody's face on what they, you know, what the death total was. Do we still have that now? Is there is there like a tally clock down at the bottom? Of CNN the had that until January nineteenth for the installation of Joe Biden. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't have it anymore. No, they don't yeah. have it anymore. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think they did, but but that that would be my guess. Is that is it? You don't need a ticker when you have someone that has that comprehensive of a plan. Well, yeah, the nineteenth, right? Yeah, but there was no vaccine, no vaccination. Whenever he showed up, no, right? although he got one, right? He previous, got, he got one no, before the no vaccination. Yeah, right. So yeah, it's it's you. Uh, we can think for ourselves. We can see what's going on here. This is just absolutely ridiculous. When it's so twisted, uh, how, how they do that type of stuff. As long as if there's a Republican in or a conservative in, then we're we're broadcasting all the negative type stuff. The second that a Democrat or a liberal gets in, then all of a sudden it's, you know, we're, we're shutting down any negative linkage. And as long as Americans can figure out that that's what the strategy is. And that's all we're saying is, you know, I'm not trying to get emotional about this thing. Just open your freaking eyes and see what game they're trying to play on you and what the strategy is. And then you're not fooled by it. You're not duped by it. And, and that's basically what they're, what they're trying to do. Yeah. I, I'm passionate about challenging people to ask the right questions and to challenge the, the official narrative because I just, and again, it's think for yourselves. If, if you see this information and things don't, it just doesn't make sense that you have a virus as deadly as they claim it is 
but all the big box stores, all the multinational corporations are open and you have to wear a little face diaper over your face. Fauci refuses to do a test on the efficacy of masks because they, they, they don't work and he knows it. And that test would reveal that. Although there are tests back to 2015 that show that there is zero effect of masking. The CDC re- released a report the other day that said there was a 1.3 effectiveness for wearing a mask. 1.3. And you're, and you're causing all this other stuff with a virus with a 99.98% survival, survivability rate. Here's the deal. It doesn't make sense. I know. But- Ask yourself. It's, it's like it's the smell test. Just it's, if it doesn't smell right, do the research. That's, that, that's it. Don't believe me. Mm-hmm. They Don't believe you. Just do the research. But the problem is, is it's the propaganda machine that's controlled by big tech that's pushing all the information, that's adding labels under certain things. It's, it's, it's crazy. And that's why at some point we're going to come up with a way to, to disconnect from big tech and, and, to, and to open back up well, the, the free flow right. of information. I hope you're right. But here's the deal with the mask. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. Prior to COVID, you could have worn a mask, a football helmet. <laughs> I don't care. You know, you can wear a mask. You can wear a hazmat suit. You can do anything you want if you want to. But to be able to tell everybody that they have to when the data doesn't necessarily support it, just let people do whatever they're going to do. If you don't want to go to the grocery store, if you don't want to go to Walmart, if you don't want to associate with people, that's fine. Don't. You can order in just about anything you want to anymore because I guarantee you the the big mega companies like Amazon and everything else, you can get anything online anymore. And, you know, you don't necessarily have to go out. So wear a mask if you want to wear a mask. Social distance if you want to social distance. Don't go to restaurants. Don't go to bars. Don't go to any place. Don't go to church. Don't go wherever you want to go, but stop restricting the rest of America and the rest of the world just because, you know, you believe one thing and other people believe something else. Yeah. And the data and the science are are very, very questionable. One thing you said is about Amazon. Mm -hmm. I've, I have not ordered from Amazon since last November. I use it as a search engine Mm -hmm. and I figure it out and then I copy and paste. Because you can get better deals by not using Amazon, by buying direct from the from the business, puts more money in their pocket, and by not having to get the 10, 20, 30 percent commission to Amazon, mm-hmm. they can give you a discount. I've 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 I'm I'm doing awesome on not using Amazon and I love it. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely love it. But yeah, I mean you're exactly right. Exactly right about that. You uh you've got a topic you wanted to discuss. Well, just very curious about what's going on on the border these days. You know, I've I've kind of been watching some of the, you know, press briefings, that type stuff with Jen Psaki. And if you noticed, all she talks about, you know, when, when they use the same term over and over and over and over again, your brain has to go, wait a minute, why are you using those buzzwords? It's very similar to when you watch every news organization use the same phrase each day. Like they all suddenly use the same buzzwords all throughout the day. It could have been like with George W. Bush when they talk about gravitas, 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 gravitas. What kind of weird word is that? No one's even heard of gravitas. But then all of a sudden, every news media uses the same word for this little news cycle. It's the same thing with Jen Psaki on these press briefings 
when they're talking about unaccompanied minors, unaccompanied minors, unaccompanied minors. They keep she keeps saying that. So what that's what she's saying is it's nothing but a bunch of kids crossing the border all of a sudden. When did that when did that happen? Because during Trump's era, you had families coming across the border with kids, and then Trump was ripping the kids away from the families and putting them all in cages. Now all of a sudden we have a new administration and now no families are traveling together. It's only unaccompanied minors traveling together. And they keep pushing that narrative and pushing that narrative. And I haven't seen one reporter really hit them up on that and, and really kind of, wait a minute, what changed? Why? And why did it change? Why did it go from families with children crossing the border to only just children crossing the border? Then that, in that kind of, doesn't that seem weird that, that all of a sudden, as soon as administration switched, the whole strategy of how to get people across the border switched. Yeah, I think it's 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 the it's the agenda. It's it's the Biden can do no wrong agenda. Anybody with a D with a circle around it can do no wrong. First off, I don't really believe it's true that it's just a bunch of kids coming across the border. But why are reporters even you know I don't know uh, Peter Ducey who has tends to ask her pretty tough questions. Why doesn't he hold her accountable and say, we're going to really pick that situation apart and say, wait a minute, are you telling me that it just instantly switched? Did somebody send them a memo? Did somebody send the coyotes a memo and say, Hey, quit sending families with kids across the border. Just send the kids because that's, that's weird to me that that doesn't, that, that doesn't pass the smell test that now all of a sudden it's just kids coming across the border. And then my understanding is that the kids is all set up to where the kids have some type of family member somewhere inside the United States. And if, as long as they can kind of connect, number one, they all know to say claim asylum. And number two, say that they have family members in the United States. And then if they can connect them, now you get this whole chain migration process going on. So is that a strategy? Did somebody coach them on how to make their way through with it, with it, with a new strategy. And I know that they say, you know, right now is not a good time to come right now. is not a good time to come. Well, when is a good time to come? You know, right now it's not politically expedient for the Biden administration to have all these people flooding the border. When is it? When is it? You know, a month from now, two months from now, a year from now. Well, they said that in January on inauguration day or the day after. And I think it's expedient for them to come now because they clearly can pass whatever they want as far as through the house and the Senate. And so they can easily make these their new voting constituents and put them in different States that they need to wait in a certain, you know, a little bit different way. You see certain States that are close. We won't get into the other areas about that, but you see certain States that are a little bit closer than normal. Hey, why not? I guarantee you if, if, <laughs> if all the people coming across the Southern border claim to be conservative and we're planning on voting for Republicans, I guarantee you this administration right now would have a border wall that was like 40 feet tall. They wouldn't let, they wouldn't let Republican or conservative voters come through. But the, but the fact that you're going to bring people over and on the immigrant, you know, subject, like I get it. I get it. If, if I lived in one of these countries or I was fleeing oppression or whatever, 
I would definitely try to get to America. I'm not putting the blame or the, you know, or any kind of critique on the immigrants themselves. I mean, I, I would probably personally do it myself. I'd try to get across here. What I'm saying is, is that this government is, you know, using this group of people in order to bring over people that are going to ultimately be dependent on the government. And at the end of the day, isn't that what, you know, politicians want? They want to be the solution to all your problems. That way you have to vote them in. You have to keep them in power because they are solving all your problems. They're, you know, as long as you're dependent on the government, you're going to have to keep voting for them. Perceived solution because they actually never fix the problem. Well, that's true. Right. If they fix the problem, they'd be either out of a job or widely celebrated. Right. But they wouldn't have anything to campaign on because all they campaign on is the same thing year after year after year, which they never solve. They throw money at it, but that money never goes to the actual people that need it. It goes up the ladder to the, to, you know, their, their buddies and pals and all the people that the lobbies pay to make sure that things work. There you go. Trying to confuse everybody with common sense and logic. You know, this got my and, mind made up. I don't want to be confused with the facts. I know, but that's <laughs> what I'm saying is that, is that why can't we as Americans just see that, recognize that question it, just think for yourselves. You see this thing playing out and you don't see the tactics. You don't see the strategy. You don't question it whatsoever. You don't see how obvious that is what's going on. And Americans are content with crumbs. Yeah. I, well, like I said, I go back to, to what we said before is that we're taught, you know, what to think, not how to think. And that would be my wish for Americans is that we would have the ability to, to think critically, to question things, not get all wrapped up in emotion. And at the end of the day, like I said, it, you know, it is what it is. God's in control. You know, God has not abandoned us. We are heirs, not orphans. At the end of the day, we're only on this planet for a short period of time. And I'm not going to get all, lose a ton of sleep over all the politics of it or all how evil everything is out here. But it does bother me when people that I respect and people I'm close to and, and just people that I know really have a good, good brain can't see this or, or don't see this and don't recognize the strategies and tactics. And you and I have been involved in a lot of stuff when it comes to giving seminars on persuasion and influence and dissecting how easy it is to program human beings. And it's just a magic trick. You know, don't look at this hand. I'm going to distract you. I'm going to distract you over here so that you don't see what I'm doing with this hand. And once you know the magic trick, once you see how the trick is played, you shouldn't be fooled by it anymore. But yet I still see people fooled by the same magic trick when you even you surely you, you can see how it's, how it's played out. Yeah. There was speaking of that, there was a, a program I watched the other night and it was almost like a candid camera, but it wasn't, it was like <laughs> brain games or something like that. I want to say it was. And they had a doctor's office with a couple cameras around there. And they had this one lady and the rest were plant planted, you know, subjects that were acted like they were all in a waiting room. And every time this, it was like a, not a, not a bell like to change classes, but kind of like a boop type deal would go off. Everyone was looking at their magazine or whatever like that. And every time that went off, they would stand up for a minute and sit back down. And she kind of kept looking around like, what in the world's going on? And then 
it did it again and they all stood up and went back down and then they would act like one by one is going to go back in the doctor's office. So they continued to do that. Finally, after about four or five times, she kind of stood up because she saw everybody else doing it and she just kind of looked around and was, you know, every time she stood up now, everything cycled through to where she was the only person left in the, in the, in the lobby. And when that buzzer went off, she would stand up and then they brought someone else in that was new, that wasn't part of this deal. And when the buzzer went off, she stood up and they were down like looking and everybody started eventually doing that. But it's, it was like the social proof that we always talked about. Like mm-hmm. what, what you see other people doing, you, you sometimes subconsciously, sometimes consciously follow in those footsteps. And I see so many times that like, even with like the mask and I hate to continually harp on this, but I think it's something that is kind of weird in our society that without any research that anyone's independently performed, they're trusting a CDC, which is not a government law abiding organization. It's, it's a, it's a private organization that's giving tips, but they're, they're taking it like it's the, the Holy grail of, 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 uh, of health. And it's not, it's, it's made by a bunch of doctors and pharmaceutical companies and, and that have a, a stake in the game as far as a profit and people just blindly follow along because they see other people doing it. And so many times when they do it, they're doing it because they don't want to, they, they want to make other people feel comfortable or they, they want to avoid conflict. And it's the same thing. It's like the buzzer and it's like Pavlov's dogs. And it's like all these other things that people just not just blindly follow along without do- like if you want to follow along and you have facts that go with that man go for it i will support your right just do your own research when we were teaching those seminars we showed those uh those candid camera clips and we showed all these different examples of how all these social experiments it was funny because we taught our 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 folks there that we were training that human beings can be trained to conform. And my favorite Bible verse of all is Romans 12, two, where it says, don't be conformed to the ways of this world, but be transformed by a renewing of your mind. So even in the Bible it says, don't be conformed to the ways of this world. It, it's, it's, it's telling you, you know, just go against what, you know, people are trying to, trying to always trying to get you to conform and trying to get you to buy into this, all these tricks and all this evil and all the, you know, worldly side of things. There are people out here that, that want to control you. There are people that want to get you to conform and they know how to program you. And human beings are so susceptible to that, that it mm-hmm. takes a supernatural power a supernatural way of thinking in order to not conform to, to that and not to fall victim to these tricks. Well, it so, also says seek out your own salvation. Mm-hmm. So it also informs you to be educated about your relationship with God and know why mm-hmm. you believe. And because the other person can't do that for you, mm-hmm. that's something between you and God that you have to, to do and, um, and, and have that faith and have that trust and hope and love. And I don't think that the Bible, I don't think anybody that's a real true Christian has any fear of, of the questioning of, of our faith, of, of the truth of the Bible I think that that we can stand the test and I think put it through all the scrutiny you want. And I don't think we run from that. I don't think we hide from that. 
And I think that's just my passion for America. That's my passion for Christians. That's my passion for, for people that are here that, that, that I would believe that are like-minded here in America. Just think for yourself, vet every subject, be humble enough to, to realize that, Hey, maybe, maybe you do have it wrong, you know, but seek all the information. And if you're wrong, admit you're wrong and then, then move forward, but don't be tricked. Don't, conform to the ways of this world. Don't be, don't be so easily duped. And I think that that's kind of part of the purpose of what we're doing with the show is just to call attention to the things that are, should be readily obvious to, to most people, but apparently are not. And then it's, it's kind of spooky to watch people just go through life, you know, mm-hmm. just being told what to think and, and, and doing it, not even questioning it. So I, we don't want that for people. And, and I think, I think that's kind of what our passion is is to is when we see people falling into those traps you know we in one sense we kind of feel helpless to to stop it but we'll 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 make our voice known we'll let people hear what we've got to say and hey at the end of the day we we wish you all the best well we're i think one of the things is as far as to 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 create that pushback and opposition and to question what's going on is the fact that we've seen through these lockdowns, through these draconian measures and laws and all that, the rate of suicide in this country have, has gone through the roof and overdoses have gone through the roof. Depression. And depression. And, and again, when, you know, you, you reference the, the Bible, it says it is God said to Adam in the garden where he was, had the perfect relationship. Sin had an enter the world. And he said, it is not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. Even though it was just Adam and God walking in the garden, communing, and all that. God knows that he needed a partner and he created a partner for him. Well, he didn't need it, but he wanted it, you know, uh, or, well, you saying Adam, Adam needed it, but God, God also wanted community with, with people, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he desired that. And I think that that's, you know, that's we're all built. We're built for community. And I think as we, you know, tried to emulate the characteristics of God, he, he wants us to, you know, be joined together as a community and, and as people. Well, and I, and I think that's the hard part with going through this is you have, you know, various friends of mine have had loved ones that are in nursing homes and that's what they're saying. They're like, I can't tell my grandmother about her sister dying because there's no one there to hug her. There's no one there when she gets that news about someone that she's spent 80 something years of her life with that's passed away. There's no one there to comfort her. Or when someone's in in the hospital, you can't be there with a loved one to do that. I had a friend that flew back from Eastern Europe to be with his mom, who's is, was going through heart surgery in Tampa. And they would only let one person in the, the hospital to see her, not at a time at all. Like there, there was one registered person. He flew back. He 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 wasn't able to see her for four weeks. It's crazy. This is not. That is not the freedom. That's not the liberty that we as Americans know that we fight for. And, and I think of, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's not of God. I mean, you know, here you got loved ones that are dying, and there's no real justifiable reason why they need to die in a hospital bed alone. You know what you were just saying. And then there's no reason for us to not be able to meet together and to, and to commune with each other. It's, it is absolutely unbiblical 
the the ways that that we're being asked to to operate and to function and so you know it is what it is but at the end of the day i think we're going to speak truth to power and we're going to say the things that, that we believe are true and um but you know we want the best for america we want the best for people and um you know it's just it's tough to watch it's, it's tough to watch as 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 this goes on and you know we're just two two people with voices and thankfully we've got a platform like gab currently you know this anti-semitic um <laughs> platform again I'm, I'm sorry is venting on the, on the texas <laughs> thing that's just so ridiculous it is but, ridiculous but anyways um we've got this platform as long as it lasts and and we're going to speak her voice and yeah we're we're you know. this is this is the av- this is you know we're average people we don't have producers we do all this ourselves and and you know we're just trying to to have a voice to help gab a community we we like the community we love and and as a matter of fact it's the only social platform i'm on i self-censored myself from twitter from facebook from instagram from all that stuff uh years ago and i'm not i'm not mad about it at all and um i, I like what Andrew and the team are, are doing and especially in the face of opposition. And, um, I think that they're going to, you know, have to be stronger than any other platform because they, again, you know, there's platforms like Twitter and all that other stuff that can embrace the most vile and disgusting things on earth, but then label uh, a platform like Gab, something that people are compl- very, very uneducated about. Um, and again, there might be some anti-Semitic stuff on there, but I guarantee uh, on Gab, um, but it's a free speech platform. So with, with free speech, you have the freedom to do something that's very good, or you have the freedom to do something that's very bad. We, we have as 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 God gives us freedom and free will, we have the choice to serve others, or we have the choice to kill. We do, but what we do with that is the character that we're created in. And so, I mean, I, I, I would, I like having that openness because the fact of the matter is the market will always weed itself out. And if there's a lot of nonsense on there, I guarantee you the majority, the vast majority aren't pulling from that pot. Well, that's our opinion. I wonder if people agree with us or not. I'd be curious. I'd be curious to know if what we're saying really actually resonates with people or if they disagree with what we have to say, you know, so we'd love to hear thoughts and comments. And if, if somebody's got a dissenting opinion to ours, I'd be, I'd, I'd like to read that. I'd like to read those in the comments in future episodes and see what other people have to say. So comment, let us know what you think. And, um, yeah, I mean, we, this is, we're just two guys with an opinion. Let us know, let us know if you disagree with us. If you think we're crazy or if you think we're right on. Well, I'm going to end with a, a great quote from Patrick Henry. Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I'd know not what course others may take. But as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so what we'll do is we'll end this, uh, end this for now. But um, follow us on Gab. I am at Puttfark, P-U-T-T-F-A-R-K. And uh, that is at meme Joe Green, M E M E Joe Green. 
we forgot to introduce Whiskey the Wolverine, but he's front and center the whole time, so he's good with that. So he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> he's he's good. He's he's got his stationary position. So anyway, um, that's it for us. We'll see you next time on Gabbers.